You're listening to a rebroadcast of a live walk talk from Instagram. Okay, so we're all learning and growing. We're all struggling with some type of error at some point. We're fallible human beings, but there are some core foundations in Christianity that they're not negotiable and they're, they're not even debatable. One of those foundations are your righteousness. You are righteous. You're 100% righteous. This isn't something separate from you. This isn't something you are earning. This isn't something far off. This isn't something you will receive later. You, as a Christian, are 100% righteous. I didn't understand that for so long because I was told I was righteous, quote, in Christ. Yeah, you're righteous in Christ, as if that's separate. It's not. You're always in Christ. So you're always righteous. Further, if you're in Christ, you have to be righteous. You can't be one with the Lord unless you're first made righteous. So when I see things like, yeah, you're righteous in Christ as if it's separate, that error is a non-negotiable. Of course, you don't want to argue with anybody, but you want to assure them just how righteous they are. So there's a few different places we can look to the scripture and also a few different things we can politely rebuttal. So the first thing we'll get whenever we tell somebody we are righteous, 100% righteous, they will immediately go to Romans chapter three. Romans chapter three says, there is no one not right. There's no one righteous, not one. And that's true for unbelievers. So Paul is quoting the Psalms. I think it's, I think it's Psalm 14 he's quoting. But the first four chapters of Romans has nothing to do with a Christian. Paul is describing all of humanity's sin problem apart from Christ. Both the Jew, the sinners, according to the law, those who would not do all of the law. The law was given to the Jews. They weren't doing it, so they weren't righteous. And then the Gentiles, the Gentiles did not have the law. But we non-Jews, we had the righteous requirements of the law written on our conscience. So we're without excuse. Both the Jew and the Gentile are not righteous. There is none not righteous. But this Bible passage is not describing a Christian. <laughs> you have to keep reading. We are addressed in chapters 5 and 6. So, in, chapters, in chapter 5, we get to see what happens. When we were sinners, Christ died for us. Were, past tense. We have to stop applying Bible verses directed at unbelievers to believers. That's where so much error happens. You're righteous. You are righteous because of what Christ has done at the cross. So, when somebody uses Romans 3 to say you're not righteous because none is not righteous, point them to chapters 5 and chapter 6. And then keep reading. Context matters. Now, 
Paul said, let's back up a step. Why would somebody say they are not righteous? Because they're looking to what they do and don't do. They're looking to their actions and attitudes for righteousness. But we are not known for our actions and attitudes for righteousness. We are known for what Christ has done to give us our righteousness. So when they hear behavior improvement programs taught, preached, pushed, covenant mixture theology all year long at church, and then you tell somebody, hey, guess what? You're righteous, 100% righteous. You're just as righteous as Jesus Christ. Boom. That does not compute. However, if they're saved, the Holy Spirit within them does agree with that. So it will make sense eventually, but it's just like when the Jews were beginning to turn from the law. The law was fading away in their minds. So they're hearing all these good things about Jesus, but they're still trying to unlearn that the law is everything. So when you tell somebody they're righteous, you don't need to be rude about it. You don't need to be aggressive or sarcastic or anything. Just point back to Jesus. If we can blame everything on Jesus, this makes it easy. Because when somebody says they're not righteous, what they're really doing is they're belittling what Jesus has done at the cross. When somebody says they're not completely forgiven, they're belittling what Jesus has done at the cross. When somebody says they're not a new creation, they're belittling what Jesus has done through his resurrection. So, Paul said, don't let anybody disqualify you, those who delight in false humility, Colossians chapter 2. So when somebody says, you're not righteous, I'm not righteous, there's not none righteous. That's false humility. That's lying about themselves. That's if they're a Christian. We don't need to lie about ourselves. Why would you need to say you're not righteous? What would be the point? There's no point. If I said, oh, I'm a dirty worm. I keep struggling with the same thing. Oh, woe is me. Blah. It's trash. You don't need that. When you struggle with something, tell yourself, this struggle is not for me because I'm righteous. Because I'm a holy saint. Because I am just as righteous as Jesus Christ right now. I'm going to learn and grow and continue to mature through this struggle. The worst thing you could possibly do is talk bad about yourself. You don't need to do that because you're righteous. In this world, you are like Jesus. 1 John 4, 17. You're not becoming like Jesus. You're not doing anything to become more like Jesus. That is what you are. If you were doing something to become more like Jesus, that's false humility because you're not doing anything. What could you possibly do to become more like Jesus? What? Let me guess. Take up your cross. You don't have a cross. You never had a cross. Jesus said that to them to let them know what they couldn't possibly do. 
That's false humility. I got to carry my cross. We're never told to carry our cross. Anytime Jesus gave an impossible standard, he was exposing the listener's need for grace. He was saying, you don't have the ability to do this. I do. Trust me. So you don't need to continually crucify yourself. If you crucified, honestly, you can't crucify yourself because once you nailed one hand in, you couldn't nail it with the other. You have been crucified supernaturally by grace through faith and your belief in Christ's ability to make you righteous. So today, don't fall for the lie that you're not righteous. I know we don't always act righteous, but when we don't, it's just that it's an act in your core. You are righteous in your being, dear Christian, inside you right now, you're righteous. You can't improve this. You can't sustain this. It's a free gift. And the best thing you could possibly do is express your righteousness. Express the fruit of the Spirit. Be yourself. When you mess up, don't be hard on yourself. Don't call, don't call yourself bad names. Instead, remind yourself who you really are. Remind yourself that you remind yourself that you are righteous, that you are a child of God. Your mind is being renewed. Your mind is constantly changing, but you are not. This will make sense the more you wake up and express it. So that's what I want to talk about today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it brought you some confidence in who you really are. You're righteous, friend. Live righteously because you're righteously, not to be righteous. God loves you. Always tell the truth about yourself. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me on this Walk Talk. If you'd like to learn more about my ministry or to check out my books, be sure to go to my website, www.mattmcmillan.com.